Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are discussing The Punisher, Season 2, Episode 4, Scar Tissue. All that right after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name's Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. So Jeff. So Matt. Yet another episode of The Punisher. Here we are again. He's back in New York. Oh yeah. And he's not doing much. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, that's funny. I, I, sure, I agree. Uh, this was another episode that they, they, they alternate, I feel like. That first episode was amazing. Second episode was sort of set up, set up. Third episode was amazing. This episode is set up, set up, set up. He's just, yep. he's getting his bearings. He's back in New York. We're seeing, uh, Russo sort of build up back to, his original glory, figure out what's going on. Um, honestly, just be crazy. And, and he does seem like he is legitimately amnesiatic or whatever. I kind of want to, uh, want to get you to re-edit the, uh, the part that I just said, or the, the last thing I said, where instead of sitting around doing nothing, it's like, he's back in New York and he's watching a Rangers game. <laughs> Cause like, that's the first thing he does is just sits down and turns on the TV. Yeah. I thought that was a funny choice to have Frank just like lean back in the chair for an episode. Like he needs it. He had, he just had a big battle. He's all beat yeah. up and shot in the butt and uh, <laughs> his hand is broken. Yeah, man. He needs a Got little a black break. tape on it. I'm okay with that. Okay Although with there is a bit of uh there's a bit of symbolism there. Like, you know, the kid from episode one where, you know, he went out and had pancakes he told the kid, you know, for all you know, I'm a Rangers fan. And the guy's like, are you a Rangers fan? He's like, I am. Sorry. <laughs> Your team sucks. Yeah, they do. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> so then he gets back to town and he starts watching a Rangers game. And like when I saw him watching that, I was like, oh, the kid. Oh, and Beth. Oh. Yep. He's thinking, he's probably thinking about them. Yep. I we ha- we never have seen him check in on the boy. He t- he said he would call. He said he would find out what's up, but he, we never have seen that on screen. Yeah, I I don't know that they're going to circle back to it either because that was you know that's all the way back in Michigan. Like who cares about Michigan? We're in New York. Uh, it just breaks my heart that that might be all the time he gets with that woman. Frank could have had a life. But what was the line? Um, take the good things when they come. Yeah. Got to take the good things when they come. It's a really, really nice sentiment. Mm. Uh, we, we get a lot more development of Rachel. I mean, we now know as Amy's character. Yeah. She has uh, been through a lot. Um, <laughs> and, and now that we're getting more of a, a picture of who she is, we're seeing that she is very similar to Frank. In that she had all everyone she knows was murdered. And, ah, man, when Frank said, this was the moment for me, the moment of the episode, was when Frank, and probably, again, the badass moment of the episode, um, when Frank sits down with her and says, well, what do you want to do? Because he knows what he did. Yeah. What he did was what do you go do after about him. It? What do you want to do? I think he just says, what do you want to do? Like, what's your plan? I don't know. It's just so Frank. It's just so, like, they killed everyone you love. What do you want to do? Like, I'm here to be the, like, spirit of vengeance for you. <laughs> you know? Yep. Um, and I just, I, ah, 
he, I think they're going to go after these people. And I, I really wonder how these plots will intersect, the Rousseau plot and the plot of this weird preacher character. He's not a preacher. He just looks like he's a congregant of this organization, but he's definitely like a man of faith. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Pilgrim. The Pilgrim? Is that what we're uh, calling I think I, the, the subtitles call him Pilgrim. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Um, and I think the character is called The Pilgrim in this story, but he's based on a different one in the comics. Okay. Interesting. In the comics, he's called The Mennonite. Interesting. Okay. The the Mennonite, the Pilgrim, whatever. He he is creepy as hell. Yeah, yeah he is. He's got a real drive to find Castle and Amy, who we knew of previously as Rachel. Um, yeah, we just got a lot of cool things in this episode, a lot of cool things setting up the future of this, se- this season. And, I, and again, you know, we, we said it, I said it before, it, it seems to be alternating between setup episodes and payoff episodes so far. And, you know, we might get a couple setup episodes and a bigger payoff. Who knows? Yeah. I still, I, I still am not sure about the Pilgrim as far as like his, uh, his actual mission, or I guess the, the backing behind his mission. Cause we know his mission is to go and kill Amy. That's a good and, point. Now Frank also, but you know, the, the guy at the church said, you know, one of our own has been outed or something like that. Hmm. I, I mean, Thrown yeah. to the wolves. Thrown I think to is the what wolves. They said. And so I think that the one he was talking about was the girl who'd been, who'd been captured. And, and we know now that when he asked him to go get her, he wasn't like, go get her because we want to protect her. He was like, go get her. She could, you know, she could ruin us. She could ruin us. She could, she could hurt us. And it's probably all regarding those photos. Yes, but it's also regarding whoever this woman is who's been thrown to the wolves. Um, uh, the, the other woman in the cage, he just straight up murders her. Ah, oh, yeah. That's right. She got out and she showed him like the, the layout of the place and then he just strangles her. Yeah, so I don't know if that was just because he didn't think he could trust her. Um, she does say right before that she says that she wants to be the one to kill Frank. I don't know if she thinks that like her going in is a liability, or if this was just part of the plan to murder her because you know she's not a trusted member of the team anymore. I, I don't know. I don't know what that was about. Just she just further shows the brutality. I kind of wish we understood the logic behind it, but it, it further illustrates the brutality of this team. Um, so they're brutal. They are full of some sort of faith that is driving them to do these horrible things. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm excited to see what they do with that. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to tie all these stories together. Yeah, right now it seems kind of, uh, like the, the spread is, is wide. We're at the base of the pyramid and, Everything is going to start converging toward that apex, that uh, that Illuminati eye of the pyramid, you know. Yes, <laughs> and you know, since we're still in episode four, we got what nine episodes left after this um, for this season. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, we still got a lot of story to get there, man. Yeah, it's true. It's true, and and <clears throat> like, who are these people? that are hiring the Mennonite or the Pilgrim or whatever. Like, that's the other thing is like Frank Schultz family. Yeah. Frank tends to root things out at their source. 
he doesn't just like fight Rousseau. He goes, you know, to to the general who's giving him his commands. And I feel like if he's going after this pilgrim, he's probably going to want to root out the problem at the source and figure out what's happening with the Schultz family and what their whole story is. Yeah, I wonder how deep it goes. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm pumped. All right, guys. Um, anything else you want to say about this episode? Jeff, I, I wanted to talk about Billy Russo a little bit. Um, other than his, oh yeah, for sure, his scar makeup is like not quite as extensive as it right. could be. Right? Oh my gosh, bro! That <laughs> okay? Uh, be, you know, we talked about badass moments. Uh, this is the worst moment of the episode. Uh, his makeup is just not that bad, which wouldn't be so bad. Like I could understand he's just embarrassed about it, like him not showing his face, him looking away, all that yeah. stuff. But then everybody else is just like, oh my god, your yeah. face is so gross. It's like, it's not that bad, man. Well, we've only really seen one person react that way. But it was his therapist, who's like a trained therapist, who knows he's been through things. And should she, when he lived, and knows how embarrassed he is, she should be like stealing herself and not reacting. And in that yeah, moment. And then when he takes his mask off, she's like, oh. Yeah, she makes a face like he is the most horrible thing she's ever seen. So right. I was fully prepared for like a, like a horror villain makeup, you know, like just, just yeah, like Freddy Krueger. Yeah, exactly. And, and I don't know if they just did that because they, the, the actor didn't want to go too ugly with it. <laughs> <laughs> like Ben Barnes is a good looking guy. We don't want to go too far. Yeah. No, like that's that's kind of the thing. And he still just looks like a pretty guy with a few scars on his face. Like I feel like he looks kind of like the Punisher. Like the Punisher always has like a couple of bloody <laughs> marks on his face. And it doesn't make him not attractive. I don't know. I was that drove me a little crazy. But I think the real truth, I like what they're doing with it. They're not he's not crazy because he he has to be beautiful. He's crazy in a similar vein. He's he's acting crazy because he wants to be his best self again. Yeah. It's not his face that's the jigsaw puzzle. It's his mind that's the jigsaw puzzle, and he's trying to put that back together. Right. I kind of wish they'd gone full on with the face. I really do. Because yeah. it, either that or make it less of a deal. Don't hide it from me for two episodes and then show me and act like it's a big reveal. Cause he just has a couple <laughs> scars. Like, I'm kind of surprised his head still exists after being slid across that mirror. Right. Oh my God. And as many surgeries as they talked about, like multiple facial reconstructive surgeries and, you know, like months in the hospital and all of this, all these stitches and everything. I'm like, and he came out really, really good. Yeah. The, all that stuff just kind of worked. So yeah. <laughs> like uh. your scar tissue uh, reduction therapy, whatever it is, give it on over. Uh, yeah. The rest of the world needs it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's enough complaining about Russo's makeup. I, yeah. I'm annoyed by it, but we'll move on. I, I, I do like that. They're, they're, Angling it more toward his personality being the real jigsaw. Yeah. And they, it's like they, they kind of shifted him back. Like they, they kind of plucked him out of his own timeline and then stuck him back a few years to where now the thing that he's really pissed off about is, uh, you know, the guy that, that hurt him or tried to hurt him or that did hurt him, I guess. Yeah. When he was a kid. So now he's, he's settling all those old scores. Yes, uh, which I enjoyed that whole storyline. I, I don't know where they're going to go with it from there, though. Does he have a lot of other past settle scores yeah, to like settle? What other scores are there to settle? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
And, and I think eventually the idea is that he's eventually going to remember what happened to him. He's going to put yeah. his mind back together to remember what Frank did. And that's the thing. Frank did a real bad thing. Curtis <laughs> Curtis points it out. Curtis is like, things we went through, the things we did, the things you did, I think he the says. The things you did. Yeah, and um, it's uh, he did a bad thing with, with, with uh, Russo. He should have... Just let him die. But then there's there's a really interesting like moral question in this episode that's sort of not acknowledged. He's he says like you know you should have put him down, and then he says because the only people living with what he did are us. He is not even living with it because you you know what you did to yeah. him. He said that's the irony of it is that the thing that you wanted him to live with is like he's the only one that's not having to live with it. So it's interesting because it's saying he's basically saying like don't put people through needless pain just kill them <laughs> <laughs> just should have just sniped him yeah not not the best lesson necessarily it makes sense but it's like uh, i don't know there's a little <laughs> bit of in there just like still murder everyone just don't don't unnecessarily harm them <laughs> Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's a podcast for the day. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with more about Punisher. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, hit us up at mcucast.com or mcucast on all the socials. Or if you want to support the podcast, reach out to us on patreon.com slash mcucast. Uh, you can support us there. We will be posting these episodes as quickly as possible. So if you get ahead of us and you want to catch you want us to kind of catch up with you, we're watching them as fast as we can and we're posting them on the Patreon as soon as we get them edited. Uh, if, uh, they'll only be going up one a day on the regular feed. So if you're enjoying these and want to see, hear more, uh, go check out the patreon.com slash MCUcast. All right, guys. Peace. Until next time, true believers.